Welcome to the TigerCast Warsaw, a podcast designed to tell the story of Warsaw schools and inform our community about the great things happening to serve our students. My name is Amy Lunsford, principal of Lincoln Elementary. And I'm Kyle Carter, the Chief Technology and Data Analytics Officer for Warsaw Community Schools. And we've got a great show today. We have a celebrity with us. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to work with Stacy Light, the, the Director of Food Service for Warsaw Community Schools, when she served in a very different capacity because she was a celebrity at Jefferson Elementary School once upon a time. This is what I hear. I hear, I hear she has like a, a very um, popular name. She went by Lunch Lady Light. That's what the students Lunch knew her Lady by. Lunch Lady Light. I That's love it. Right. And, and she was not afraid to use her Lunch Lady status to do a lot of great things for students and that's why we wanted now to have her sit down and talk to us a little bit today about overall the food service program with Warsaw Community School. So Stacy, thanks for taking the time sure. to join us today. Yeah, no, I'm, gr- I'm glad to be here. This is wonderful. So let's just kick it off. Can you tell us just just to give our um, our listeners sure. uh, a little bit of background? Tell us a little bit about yourself, Stacy. Oh, about myself. Okay, so I am Lunch Lady Light. Um, I have been with Warsaw Schools for fourteen years. Um, this will be my finishing up first year as uh, food service director, um, assistant director. Before that. Um, I originally started with Warsaw Schools when my youngest son was in kindergarten and I got to stay home. I was fortunate to stay home. And then my husband said, hey, listen, you might want to go back to work. <laughs> so went back to work, um, wanted to work at a, you know, at a school, be on the same schedule as my kids. It was some easy pizza you know, money on Fridays. Um, but at the time at Harrison Elementary, the only thing that was open was the lunchroom. And so I went in there and I'm like, oh, I, I make lunch for my kids every day. How hard could it be? Um, boy, was that an eye opener! I bet. Um, but I never left. It was. Uh, it, it, it's. It's. It's a great um, eye opening experience to be able to serve not just your, you know, three four kids at home, but hundreds of kids throughout the day, whether it's breakfast or whether it's lunch. Um, I was surprised all the rules and regulations that we have to follow um, in order to have, you know, lunch and breakfast available for our students. Um, For example, did you know that the health department comes and visits our kitchens two to three times a year? They visit our kitchens just like they do a restaurant. Um, They're looking to make sure that we're cooking things to the right temperatures, that make sure our freezers are, you know, not going above, you know, 32 degrees. We try to keep them at zero, Um, as well as our our walk-in coolers, too. They're checking the the dish machine temperatures as well. Who knew that a dish machine had to be at a certain temperature um, in order to clean and sanitize dishes, so... Yeah, I think that's part of the reason we are so anxious to have you on here and share the story of food service. One, so that people can have a better understanding of the work that and the load that that you and your team carry on a day-to-day basis to love on our kids, but also so that they know the the behind-the-scenes regulations because sometimes we can get a little bit persnickety Mm -hmm. about (laughs) our food and the way we think it should be done, but you guys are working really hard to make sure that we are compliant and that we are following the guidelines that have been set before you. So tell us a little bit about just some of the menu requirements that you have to follow for our students. Um, So Warsaw Schools participates in the National School Lunch Program. We also participate in the School Breakfast Program program. Um, we do after school snack program and we do the summer foods program. Each program has its own regulations that we have to follow. So for example, at lunch, um, lunch, we have to have five components to a meal. Your components are your meat or your meat alternative. Think of a meat alternative as a, a 
peanut butter or yogurt, um, something that's a protein, but maybe not a, a, a meat in itself. Then you have your vegetables, you have your fruit, you have your milk, and then you have your whole grains. We have to serve 80% whole grains um, throughout the week. We shoot for 100 because eventually it's probably going to get that way. So we try to stay above that curve, if you will. Um, the vegetables that we have to serve, you have to serve... Um, so many servings of dark leafy green vegetables every week, so many ser servings of red-orange vegetables, so many servings of beans and legumes on the menu every week, as well as other vegetables. So even though it may say green beans, you might think it's, oh, it's a green vegetable. It is green, but it's not technically a green leafy vegetable. It goes under other. Um, so we have to make sure that we're um, getting all of those requirements as far as your vegetable subgroups each week too. We have calorie minimums and maximums that we have to meet. We have sodium requirements that we have to make sure we're under um, as well as, you know, your fats and your sugars and things like that. So. Ooh, it's a lot. It is a lot. Can you talk a minute about Offering versus sure. serving. Offer versus, yep, uh -huh. absolutely. Okay, so um, when we went to school, we probably showed up in the lunch line and our meal was handed to us on a tray. So what what happened probably back in the 70s is they noticed that there was a lot of food waste. So for high school, um, it's a requirement that all high schools follow offer versus serve where you've got your five requirements. They have to pick and choose, you know, the three, four, or five components. Warsaw schools decided to, we decided to offer that to all of our students um, because we don't want the trash can to be full. We want bellies to be full. Mm -hmm. So students at the elementary level and middle school level, they can come in, they can pick up an empty tray, um, and then they get to pick and choose. They can pick and choose between two entrees. So if you look at our menu, you might see Bosco sticks and a yogurt meal. So that's kind of our main entree. That's going to have your meat. Um, component. It's going to have your your um, your your bread grain component. So that's kind of two components all together. You can pick one of those two. Then you're going to um, come across maybe two or three different vegetables. Um, we allow students to take up to two vegetables because we want kids to eat vegetables. Um, and then you might have a choice of two fruits. We really at lunch only let them pick one fruit. Um, because kids will eat something sweet over a vegetable, and we really want them to try and get as many you know vegetables as they can. Get them familiar with different vegetables as well, um, and then you know they have a choice of milk that they can pick from. So with offer versus serve, we have to do those five components that I talked about: your, your meat, your grain, your vegetable, your fruit, and your milk. They have to take at least three. One of them has to be a fruit or a vegetable. So if, Kyle, if your son were to come through and it was Bosco stick day and they picked Bosco sticks, we're going to automatically count that as two. And he picked up some green beans. That's his vegetable. I've count three. He's got three out of the five. That's a lunch. Doesn't look like much on the tray. And trust me, as lunch ladies, we don't like it either. And we will encourage, hey, you sure you don't want a milk today? Or do you want to grab some apples today? I can't make them take it because if I do, they're probably going to throw it in the trash. So um, we can't make them take milk type thing. All right. So um, hearing a lot about that, that choice and students being empowered to make those selections. Yep. And honestly, through that process, they learn a little bit more about food and what's good for them and such as well. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the evolution over that between uh, elementary, middle and high school. Do the meals change as students get older? So they do change as far as there are some calorie. Um, we can up their calories a little bit and they may get more grains. Um, the serving sizes, they don't 
at the high school, they increase. So at the high school, they can get a full cup of vegetables. So they can, you know, pick the two. We serve in half cups, um, serving sizes. So they can pick two, um, two vegetables and then they can pick two fruits as well. Cause we want to, they get, you know, they they get their calories through different processes. Um, there may get a couple more chicken nuggets, for example, it might be five chicken nuggets at the elementary level, might be seven chicken nuggets at the, at the secondary, at the high school level. And then also at the high school level, and Lakeview too, they have um, the salad bar. We have a salad bar at the high school. Um, we also have a what we call a snack shack or a market. Um, pretty excited about the market coming up here in the fall. We're going to be re- bringing in Smart Mouth Pizza, and that's another mm-hmm. opportunity for a student to go up to the market. They can pick a pizza, which will have their grain, which will have their protein, and if they put a fruit or a vegetable with it, it's a meal. So they don't have to buy it a la carte. A la carte would be like three dollars and fifty cents well if you put a banana with it then it's considered a meal and if you're full pay it'd be three dollars if you're reduced it's only 40 cents and if it's you're free then it doesn't cost you a thing so it's kind of I'm pretty excited about that and then we do have a salad bar at um, Lakeview as well they have space for a salad bar unfortunately we don't have space at Edgewood at this time but we you know we are awful also um, available to offer some a la carte items at the middle school we don't do a la carte items you know at the elementary um that's just something we we don't want parents to get upset when you know tommy's spending a dollar a day on you know an extra cookie or, or or milk we just we want them to really get a nutritious lunch sure Talk to us about who preps the monthly menu. I know it's easy for us to look at that and be like, oh, so we actually, why don't they try to serve this? (laughs) Yes, sure. (laughs) So we, um, we start doing our menus for the beginning of the fall in June. That's when we have to give our forecast to our providers in regards to, hey, this is what's on the menu. This is what we're forecasting. So Gordon's can order it from the manufacturer to get it into their um, distribution center. Um, As a matter of fact, we had to order our Thanksgiving turkey in July. We ordered our turkey in July. Two weeks ago, we just ordered our ham for Christmas. Because if we don't order it now, it's not Not coming in. It's not coming in. Um, We start... uh, doing our menu for summer in January. That's when we start doing that stuff. So, so you know, we talk a lot about the pandemic and how, how sometimes things were a little complicated to uh, acquire. And we've seen that. I see that in the technology world every day. How did COVID-19, the pandemic, did that impact at all your ability to really create those healthy, nutritious school lunches? Great question. Uh, we did run in, and we're still running into um, supply chain issues and things being out of stock. So I usually get our out-of-stock notices on Tuesday, and I am on the computer with Gordon seeing what we can get in place of. I'm still trying to, I'm still following the same rules as far as it has to be a whole grain product. If it's, you know, if it's Bosco sticks that are out, okay, I can't serve Bosco sticks. So I got to find another grain item. I may look at a different pizza that still has a whole grain, still covers, you know, our meat alternatives um, and things like that. So we're still, we're still following the rules that we, that we have. Do we have some waivers? Were there some waivers in place? Yes. Um, But we still we were pretty good about making sure that everything covered all of our, our regulations. Okay, lunch lady light. Let's yeah. talk let's talk numbers. Yeah. On average, uh-huh. 
How many meals are you and your team serving per day here at Warsaw Community Schools? So district-wide for breakfast, um, the le- I checked last week for breakfast, we did 1,400, just a little over 1,400 for a breakfast. I think it was on a Wednesday. Um, our lunch was 3,600. So Yowza. I always tell yeah. the kids when we're going through our PBIS stations at the beginning of the year, I am not the cook in our family. My husband is. And so, you know, people don't want me making their lunch anyway. But I struggle to make it for four people in my family. And to give them an idea of how many lunches are served in our building alone, you know, their eyes get great big. So I think it's good for our listeners to know you guys are not only meeting all these regulations, but you are turning around hundreds of meals on a on a dime really when you mm-hmm. think about the packing and the measuring and, and all of the protocols that you have to do um, on a daily basis and that is a way that you are really loving on our kids yeah. well and i'm going to tell on lunch lady light a little okay. bit here too so <laughs> i'll never forget there there was a time where you know she she does not spend or our kitchen staffs do not spend all of their time in the kitchen or in the cafeteria. They're out and about, and they're talking about health and wellness and such, too. And I can remember a time where she was working with our PE teacher and really helping kindergartners to think outside of the box and broaden their horizon on that. And I'll, I'll confess, I may be known as one of the pickiest eaters on the face of the earth. And it, <laughs> it may be true. We weren't going to tell that secret. So I'm going to tell that secret, and I'll <laughs> never forget a day when I'm walking by, and here's Lunch Lady Light talking to all these kindergartners about star fruit. Yep. And she may have encouraged Mr. Carter to walk by and grab that star fruit. Uh, yep. Did you know at that time how picky he was? No. Oh, no. I love it. No. And it was delicious. So I yes. learned something that day. Yes. And it's a, I love being able to go to kindergarten classes and, you know, I'll take three or four vegetables, different vegetables, something a little different than what we serve um, in the in the cafeteria, and I'll take some fruit as well. So we've had pomegranate seeds. Um, I will take a red a red bell peppers. I'll do a red, red orange, um, yellow, and green. And we will actually talk about these bell peppers. And it's just amazing. Kids are like, oh, the red ones, it's hot, it's hot. And I'm like, no no, we're going to try it. And, you know, and they're scared. And then you so we'll, we'll look at, we'll smell it. We'll feel it. We'll feel how it's, you know, smooth on the outside. And then we'll feel the bumps on the inside. You know, we'll talk about the water bumps and, um, and then we'll all take a bite together. Um, sugar snap peas are another favorite of mine, mm-hmm. um, with kids to, to have them taste too. And those might be things that they may not, you know, have at home, but hey, it's, it's getting exposure, you yeah. know, for different fruits and different vegetables. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, one, one question I want to shift to here, um, I want to talk a little bit about for 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 a couple of years really the last couple of years all breakfast and lunch Mm -hmm. was free for Mm -hmm. all students um how has that shifted and evolved so waivers were not approved um congress did not vote to approve waivers for free breakfast or lunches um for all students this year so we went back to the old way if you will to where uh, parents could fill out a free and reduced application for for meal benefits textbooks textbooks assistance um you've got your kids that maybe are directly certified that, you know, we get a list from the state um, of those kids and we can automatically put them on the program where, you know, they're either free or reduced where free is obviously no charge reduced is at 40 cents for lunch, 25 cents for breakfast. And then um, you've got your full pay, full, full pay kids. So how we operate, um, 
we get reimbursed. We are, I don't want to say we're our own entity, but we are reimbursed by the federal government for every meal that we serve to a student, whether that student is free, full pay, or um, or reduced. We're going to get some type of reimbursement back from the government. That money pays for our, our wages. It pays for our equipment, our kitchen equipment. It pays for any repairs that we need, um, uniforms, all that, all of that stuff. Our money does not come from the general fund. We are, are self-supported in what we anything that we purchase is purchased with food service funds, which comes with rules and regulations yeah. in regards yeah. to how we can spend it, and which is who why can use it. we're so stringent on making sure yes. that those are followed so tightly. Yes. So, for our families and our students that maybe struggle financially, mm-hmm. have not had the ability to fill out a free and reduced application, which is not difficult to do, right. um, and we would encourage it. But yes. for those situations, we don't cut them off, right? No, no, we're still going to let a student eat whether they owe, um, you know, ten dollars. We're still we're not going to offer them an alternative meal it's not their fault that you know maybe mom didn't or mom or dad didn't get paid or maybe the money's in the backpack backpack but didn't tell tell us you know to pull it out we're still going to feed your student um we try all year long to to get parents to fill out free and reduced applications if they so choose you know if they think that they're going to need it we can't just do um, applications at the beginning of the school year we do it all year long so if somebody's lost their job fill out an application, um, do something, help us help you. Um, so yeah, but I will put in a little plug. It is, um, since the last two years, I will say that as of right now, we are with negative lunch balances over $4,000, um, where, you know, parents just aren't sending them the money into school. But some bright spots on that. We've had some, a lot of generosity historically within our district, correct? We have, yes. We do have an angel fund, absolutely. Each school has a donation account, um, and then we have a general donation account too. So we are able to help parents um, pay for some of those meals to, you know, to, to, to help them over the hump, if you will. I've gone to where, you know, I've, hey, if you can give me $10 today, I'll go ahead and take $10 on a donation and let's call it even, we'll start over. Nice. Yeah. And for those that may be listening that are wondering, how do I fill that out? It's right on our website. If they go to food service underneath departments on the WCS website, they can have, find a link directly to Correct. those applications. Yep. They're available online. Online is the quickest and the fastest. Um, if you do, you can do a paper one at your school. But if you turn it in today, if the mail doesn't get us get it to us until Monday, I can't process it until Monday, and that's when it would become, you know, I can't backdate sure. from when it was filled out. Sure. So, yeah, it's best to do it online. It's okay. the quickest and easiest. And, Stace, oh, go and, ahead. Uh, my apologies for cutting you off there. And for, for our listeners that maybe, maybe something's resonated with them today and they want to help uh, maybe donate to some of those angel sure. funds. Sure. How would they go about doing that? So they can, they can if they were going in just to, say, Jefferson, into the office and they wanted to make a donation, they can make it out to Warsaw Community Schools in the lunch count. And then the cafeteria manager, they have um, the capability on their screens, on their computers, to put it into our donation account. They can also send it to the, um, the administration office where we are, where we're located, and we can put those you know funds in as well. Nice. Hey, we're going to close out, but before we do, year of kindness is what we are all embracing here at Warsaw. So what is a way that community members could support food service and show kindness to the work that you guys do to love on our kids every day? Um, You know, it's a political issue. I hate to say this, and you know, with the political climate that we're in right now, but there is a political issue. If you so feel inclined to have, you know, free meals for all, write your congressman, let them know. Um, They're the ones that kind of have the the thumb on the the federal program. Um, Let them no, 
know, or just let us know we're doing a good job too. Yeah, everybody you know, so needs sometimes to hear that. They, Yeah, we need to, and yeah. sometimes, you know, we're in the kitchen, we're not as visible um, as, as others. So, you know, that's appreciative when yeah. you know, someone says, hey, somebody liked your lunch today. And I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah. Hey, or, Lunch so. Lady Light, you and your team are doing a marvelous job. Thank so you. thank you very They're, much for the It's not me, it's all them. It is not yeah. me. They do the work. Our kids are loved well through lunch on a daily basis. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for uh, joining us today. Stacy. thanks for being here, sure. just sharing your heart and, and your love for food and nutrition and, and serving and meeting the needs of our students. And for everyone out there, take a risk. Try something new to Ooh, eat tonight, right? Go yeah. see if Kroger sells star fruits. There you go. Hey, come on. Highly recommended by Kyle Carter from Warsaw Schools. Hey, we'll see you next week. We won't see you. Hope you tune in next week when we talk to Mark Fick, Director of Transportation here at Warsaw Schools.